guys. I fricked up, man. Yeah, so wait, so we agree it's your fault? Yes. It's it's my fault. It's my <laughs> fault. Okay. Uh I, okay. And this is a big episode. We got a big thing We to got we got a superstar on this episode yeah. and the okay, so what the issue was that I kept forgetting a hard drive. Every time that we would come to this studio, this one. I would forget a hard drive that I yeah. need to bring that records just the video from the cameras onto this hard drive, right? I would either forget that hard drive at my house or I would forget the cord that I need to plug it in. Oh, he forgets the cord. Right. Every time. And so I've had to figure it out and record <laughs> it on a different hard drive. Okay, so I need two hard drives, right? I would record it on just the other one, record the audio straight to my MacBook, right? I finally remember the hard drive today. <laughs> All right, Dev is showing up. I'm not going to forget. I got everything. We're going to be lit. And if you don't know who Dev is, you do. You do. <laughs> no, you know, you know. Everybody Cue knows music. Dev. And I plug in the hard drive, the one I've been forgetting, get it all set up, and did not realize that that hard drive has barely any memory left <laughs> on it. And so in the episode, we get about eight minutes. So if you're, if you're watching on YouTube... There's about eight minutes of video. The rest of it will just be um, audio, unfortunately. Yeah, or a photo. It's just the <laughs> thumbnail. <laughs> just put the thumbnail in. And I just, like, animate it, like... Yeah, yeah. No, that would be fire. Like, you know, because your turn to edit, just every time the moves, just move. Miles is editing. Right, yeah. Cam? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, for you, those of you on YouTube, I'm really sorry. Um, Dev, I'm really sorry. But it... it, it I guess, you know, it happens. Comment uh, below if you were affected by this tragedy and Miles will send you $5. Yeah. Call me your cash app. That is not confirmed. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just, I was telling Felicia too, I was like, dang, this thing couldn't have happened one of the five times that we were recording by ourselves. Yeah. You know, it had to happen right when uh, you know, listen, we had the superstar in the building. I got some good news. Talk to me. You got some good news? Sticks and stones hit four freaking 20. Yes, sir! <laughs> yes, sir! My bad. Uh, yeah, 420. 420, yeah. So was that necessary? What'd you gain from that? It was a celebration. <laughs> We're celebrating. <laughs> oh, freak. Okay, so... the heck was that? <laughs> Wait, where the freak is this picture? Bro, she... Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wait, how should we do this? We need to make it big. We need to make it... Exciting. I just did. <laughs> okay, we'll do like a drum roll or something. Did that? Yeah. yeah. I was about to say, did that taste like it? <laughs> did that taste like a drum roll? Anyway, the winner is... who? And the winner of the <laughs> Sticks and Stones, I got five on a collection, 420 followers celebration is... is your girl M, Maria Perez. Let's go. <laughs> Shout out Maria Perez. You will be having an I Got Five on a collection that sent is to your doorstep. And $75 of skincare. Sure is. Over $175. And if you don't want to pay hundred and over $175 for that collection, we got a promo code for you. You can for get 15 it 15% off. off. Hella925 is our promo code. And that is on their website, Sticks. Oh, excuse me. That is on their website, hellagoodskincare.com. I'm sorry. I'm just, I keep thinking about their IG and how they got 420 followers. It's awesome. And by the time you watch this episode, and I'm saying this so I 
stop so I do it tonight. Yes. Is go to their website and it's newly just updated by me. So actually check out their website to see my new design because I really like it. Yeah. No, go ahead and check that out over there. HelloGoodSkincare.com. And if you if you do want to follow them, you know, definitely go check out their Instagram page, Stick Stone Skin. Follow, and um follow we, because we might do another giveaway. They, yeah. We might get with them and done. do another giveaway. I might do my own giveaway for them. Yeah, he might buy some know. stuff and give yeah. give it away. Enzyme papaya, Money. straight to your doorstep. <laughs> and uh, I'm really excited because we're going to go do the spa thing. We're going to go do the spa thing. Oh, yeah. Not this weekend, but next weekend. Yeah. We're going to go so and... We're going to get uh, a lot of content from that. We're, we're going to go over there and get a little 925 field trip. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I'm really excited for that. Thank you, Stick Stone Skin, for always holding us down like you do and being the official sponsor of the 925 podcast. Guys, this is a great, great episode. Seriously, um, one of my idols, one of my biggest inspirations growing up in making music, um, and it was just it was a real honor to get to have her in here on the on the podcast. So bored. <laughs> yeah, but seriously, <laughs> definitely um, a, a great episode, and you know there's a lot of things that I wasn't I I wasn't aware of too, but the, guys, I'm sorry. Get into the episode. Enjoy it. We love you. 9 to 5 podcast. Yay. Yay. Yeah, there you go. Get, get you one. No, get, get, get you a real like, yay. Yay. Like a, yay. Yay. Like, like <laughs> not like the falsetto one, like more full voice. Like, yay. Oh, gosh. All right. Yay. Episode. Bye. <laughs> Nine two five podcast. We got a real superstar in the building coming all the way from the two oh nine. The one and only Dev. Let's go. This is our uh, first guest um, in this room. Besides Six and Stones, we took a break for a little bit and mm -hmm. uh, first first guest back. So we appreciate you well, helping us break you. this Let's in. Go. Wait, Aww. what part of the two oh nine? Um, I was born in Tracy, raised in Manteca. Okay. Let's go, let's I'm go. I'm from the 209 too. Are you really? Yeah, I'm from Lodi. Oh, cool. Hi. <laughs> Little Lodi. That's it. Th those are pretty close though, right? Manteca and Lodi? Or they're Tracy maybe? Yeah, they're close enough. I mean, everything in the 209 <laughs> is like generally pretty close. Right there, yeah. 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 What's up with the Manteca water slides? R.I.P., you know? Yeah. They sold the land to like build houses, I think. Okay. But when I was a kid, it was so lit there. That, that was, was like, the spot, right? yeah, that was like the spot to go to for I, sure. It, could you see from the freeway? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, I think that I used to drive by it a couple times. There was a, there was a period of my life I lived in Modesto, and oh, so I yeah. would see it from the freeway. For sure, you could see it from the yeah. freeway. Yeah. No, that's that's yeah. Lit. It was fun times, Manteca water slides. Like literally, every single person I meet, they're always like, "Oh, Manteca, Manteca water slides." Uh huh. Funny. Yeah. yeah. What what's the what's the best part about Manteca besides those water slides? Um. Just like now or just like in general? In general, growing up or I now? I mean, growing up, I had a pretty fun childhood. Like my family is really fun. We're all super close. So it was like, and I'm, Mex I'm Mexican and Portuguese. So it was kind of like always popping. There was always yeah, something yeah. like festive going on. I have like a super big family. So it was always like somebody's birthday or some sort of like gathering or something like that. So yeah, growing up there was was fun. A lot of my family is still there. So like aunts, uncles, grandparents, you know, like that hella cousins. So like, yeah, growing up there was fun. It's the family part of the it. The family part was sure. super fun yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, like it was being kind of like a suburb town is 
the space that we had. So like running around outside or like driving through like, you know, like the orchards. Like we would party in the orchards when we were kids. Like that's, <laughs> that's where fire. that's where the parties were. <laughs> like besides like house parties and stuff, you'd like go party out in the orchards. You'd be like, oh, meet on whatever like the cross streets were. And then you just like walk through the orchards till you found like where the party was. And fools would just be out there like going dumb like for hours really like that's, yeah that's so we had like crazy. orchard parties a lot of those orchards they sold too to like build houses and stuff now but like when i was in high school yeah you had like orchard parties i've never heard of that before. yeah it's pretty sick no that sounds nice so yeah. people have like speakers and stuff out there full obviously. full setup it'd be hella kids yeah yeah, yeah it was um, it'd be fun what the mm-hmm. yeah no that, that orchard party stupid. yeah that does sound kind of cool um I was wondering too, because like Mantique is not that far from the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. So you guys are pretty close. Obviously, you, you probably took a lot of trips there. Yeah. Growing up and everything. Mm-hmm. So when you were in high school, did the high feet movement reach you guys out there? <sighs> did it ever? Okay. It was so it was best time in life. Literally best time to be in fucking high school. Can I cuss? No, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Literally well, best time. Everybody I mean, says I like that. I like assumed, but I don't know. I've definitely been like I've definitely done interviews where fools are like, watch your mouth. No, um, yeah, you're good. High food movement in high school was the best time ever, even though I wasn't like directly in the Bay, obviously, like being in Manteca, but it was still so fun. Like, I just remember like every day felt like a party. Uh All the music was like a party. And then like the way everybody dressed, like I remember it was like, like every guy I liked was like in a double XL tall tee with the stickers <laughs> on it and like the little backpacks and the glasses. Bro, like, yeah. I forgot about that part. <laughs> where people like, had the little cartoon. Or, or like Dora backpacks yeah. with the glasses and like everyone had like fake babes on because like for sure no one like that I went to high school with could like afford the real babes. And right. Stuff. <laughs> um, Ugh, it was hella fun. Are there the Andre Nicotina? I just remember like all those orchard parties would be filled. Like that's all we would listen to out there. So could it... you imagine like a bunch of kids from Antica like in the middle of nowhere or like at a random like house party like just slapping hella fucking hyphy movement? Just going dumb. Yeah. Amazing. What What are some classic hyphy movement songs or those house party songs that you could pull? I mean, oh, you want to know what's funny? Yes, I do. I mean, like, that's obviously, like, you know, all the, like, tell me when to go. Like, all that, you know, all of those, like, the classic, like, you think of, like, the classic bass laps. Yeah, yeah. But what was hella fun for me is I was in high school still when, like, the pack was, like, really doing their thing, too. Yeah, I was probably, yeah. like, just, like, maybe I was, like, a senior in high school or something. Um, And L- Young L and his family and his, like, little brothers lived in Manteca or, like, you know— went to school with my little sisters and stuff. So like our friends were like a part of like the whole, like the PACS movement and like SS move, like, like movement. And like my friends would like rap with them. And so it it felt really fun. And like, like you could tell there was just like vibes bubbling. That's when fools were like, my friends really started like producing and like making music. And that's like, eventually I made music and then met the cataracts and it kind of like, turned into this thing but I definitely don't think like if it wasn't for the hyphy movement and the pack movement like I definitely wouldn't be making music which is hilarious uh, no and great at the same time too I didn't realize that Young L was out there like I I know I think he's out there now um, but I didn't know that's kind of like he would I think his parents would stay out there so even if he like lived in the bay I think his parents had a house there okay yeah and his younger brother went to school with my little sister so like we kind of like all grew up kind of around each other. And so you really got to see that bubble from the very beginning. Which was so fun. And then, you know, like I'm I'm started making music like right out of high school and then the first people I toured with was the pack. Yeah. Which was yeah. like kind of cool. No, yeah. that's insane. Mm-hmm. Um I was going to say too it must have been fun. I mean, cuz if I was going to point to one song from like a high school party, mm-hmm. house party, mm-hmm. 
that was going to get played. They had it on a CD on the boombox. It was definitely Booty Bounce Bopper. Oh, of course. We couldn't do the house party without, without that without one. without it. I know. Yeah. It's so good. Um, but no, that's that's really tight. I, even it coming full circle and getting to tour with them and everything, too. I know. Yeah, that was, that was fun. Like, I remember doing the Catalyst with them in Santa Cruz early on. Yeah. And just being like, I think... I think I did the little, you know, the catalyst has like the big room and then has like the little stage room. Like I think I did the little stage. Okay. And I just remember being like, oh, this is amazing. No, <laughs> you know? fire. Yeah, I'm lit. I'm on. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm fucking popping. You know? So have you, did you always just like when you were growing up, you were always singing? Um, No, I was like, I actually didn't sing for anybody ever in my life until I met the cataracts and I think I even made Niles leave the room when I recorded my first song oh wow okay yeah, so I that was wasn't like, until... I was in choir all growing up and I was in band all growing up yeah yeah like even in high school which that was like really funny okay um but like yeah I never sang for anyone like maybe my fam my family yeah but like or like if something was on the radio I'd like sing along to it but I wasn't like singing for fools did the Got talent you. show once in eighth grade because my mom let me get my nose pierced <laughs> yeah yeah um but that yeah that was like it i wasn't like singing for fools i wasn't like yeah look at me oh, okay like, so that all. wasn't that wasn't even like really a thing for real. no i i mean i always loved it my parents always took me to concerts i went to like they would take me to multiple concerts like a year like i think my first concert was blink 182 actually oh, that's i was like nine or something it was pretty sick but I went to, yeah, I was like, music was always a part of my life. And because I was in band and choir, like I can read sheet music. I can, you know. Okay. Like do all that kind of stuff. Um, but it wasn't until, yeah, I was like in high school that I started playing around with like garage band on my MacBook. And I'm like, oh, well, I, I know the technical side of music, like on that side of stuff. And I like to sing. So I kind of started playing around with like songwriting and stuff like that. And then like eventually just threw stuff up on MySpace, not, no, to, not yeah, to date myself. No, no, no. I mean, this is, this is where I also... Like, I haven't got my Botox in a minute. I'm like, <laughs> Stop, fuck. stop. You're chilling. You're chilling. <laughs> nah, because um, I'm I'm right there. Same time, everything, and, you know, putting stuff out on MySpace. Um, and that was the time when everybody started... I mean, you know how many... Like, how accessible it is now for somebody to make a song in their room, mm -hmm. right? And it was just, just starting when we were in high school. And so it was really cool to see that. But you guys were, you know, some of the ones in the Bay, like the pack, you know, the cataracts, mm -hmm. you like were the, were the real ones that were like doing this in their room. You know, it's all home produced and was able to take it, you know, a lot further than the Bay Area. And I think like even for myself, just getting to see you guys do your thing, like, really inspired me like oh, in the you. very very beginning so no i appreciate you yeah it's like a funny no thank you i appreciate that it was like a funny jump for me because after i graduated high school i was going to like a junior college in stockton yeah yeah i was going oh, to delta man. um for a oh, minute oh yeah. man that's where everyone goes. yeah i went to delta <laughs> And I was like, this is cool. I was still swimming. I was like a swimmer my whole life. So I was like, cool. I'll like start swimming here and see if I like it. I didn't, and I ended up not finishing my first semester. Okay. okay. Um, and never went back to college, <laughs> but go to college people, <laughs> um, or get an internship, just do fly shit. But yeah. so like I was, I was in school and started making music 
Yeah, like on my, I remember I had like a white MacBook I got as a graduation present yeah. and the little like snowball mics you could like get, you know, plug in. Yeah. And I like did like an Amy Winehouse cover um, to something. I forget to Valerie. I think it was Valerie. I forget actually. But um, threw that up on like MySpace and then did like two other songs that I had like written, put them up on MySpace and then met the cataract somehow. I don't know if it was through my friend Nanosaur or I don't know if it was through just like, you know back then you'd like respond to bulletins and like you just like comment and stuff like that somehow like got in contact with them they were like oh we like these songs like your tone is super cool they don't like niles would always say like your tone is really fucking cool and i'm like all right sick (laughs) so i like went out to berkeley ended up recording like a couple things with them was terrified but i was like fuck it like what you know like i'm i remember telling myself like i'm not gonna drop out of school unless something fire happens and then i obviously have to take the opportunity to like tap in you know what i mean right then i peeped that that was like an opportunity and i was like i'm not going back to school (laughs) and then i gave myself like realistically like okay bitch like if this doesn't pan out like you have to like have something else you know what i mean my parents same thing like you have like five years you know so i was like all right fucking go back to Manteca. They're like, we're actually moving to LA. Like, this is like a year after we'd kind of been like performing here and there. A couple like radio stations out in the Bay played the, the song tonight that we had. So it was yeah. like, there was kind of like a vibe going. They had already built such a foundation. And then when I started doing music with them, it was kind of this cool thing of like the little chair. I was like a little cherry on top to this like huge thing that they had already, you know, built. And like we did, we did a show with Cascade and I remember it was like, I think the one of the first times I ever like really performed and it was like with Cascade, it was like a huge fucking show. And no, I was like nuts. terrified, you know, I was like, <laughs> I can't fuck this up. I have like one hook to sing. I can't fuck this up. Um, I feel like I fucked it up, but I don't think anybody could tell. But they're like, yeah, we're moving to LA. And I'm like, LA, I haven't even like got to move to the Bay yet. Like yeah, I didn't, yeah. I haven't even like, I didn't even get to like have that moment. You know what I mean? Of like actually like being there for a minute and like building more. They're like, no, nah, we're going. Like, are you coming? And I was like, sure. My parents were like, you have five years. Yeah. Then a year later, we made G6. Oh, that's insane. Like a year, I think a year. I, th- I think, yeah. And then by the time it popped off, it like took a little bit longer. But yeah, it was like, in, it was crazy. No, so did you have the family and friends come through for your first performance over there? Oh, my family was at everything. Okay. Like yeah. I would roll up to shows in San Francisco with like fifty motherfuckers. <laughs> oh yeah. Straight nah. up. Yeah. Every, and they'd be like, you only have like whatever in your guests. So I'm like, no, nah, you're letting every fucking cousin up in this show. <laughs> sure. No, that's how you gotta do it. Especially if you're nervous and having family and friends out yeah. there. At least you could you could pull towards something totally. that, that you know that's that's comfortable. For yeah. Sure. It's funny, uh, we got a li- whole list of notes. <laughs> right here and, and we, oh, nice. we timed them out right but you're you're <laughs> like cov- them? no you're I, covering them also like i'm a talker too so y'all gotta like no yeah no that's know? that's that's the point of this so no just yeah. just let it go don't even ever worry about that but uh yeah no you're you're killing it right now um but it's funny because that there was one performance um so my very very first one mm-hmm is the very first time that I crossed paths with you also. Oh, yeah. I so this was um, this. somewhere in Oakland. I mm-hmm. think it was called Sweets Ballroom in Oakland. And um, Bob was performing. Fucking Bob. And Starting Six was there, too. I don't think they were performing. But, but were all of you guys came in at the same time when Bob showed up. And it was just this crazy moment of, like, 
I've been, you know, listening and watching you guys for so long. And then here's my very first performance. I'm playing a song called East Dublin. <laughs> and uh, I'm in the back little green room back amazing. there. And all my idols are back there. <laughs> and uh, no, it's just, it's just. It's it, so it was, cool. It was very inspiring. And it was like, that was such a special time. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, like it literally, I feel like everybody says that when like you grow up a little, you're like, oh, that was nothing beats that time. No. Nothing beats like that time. 2005 to 2010, 12, like hands down, like on some base shit, like goes. You Was know? It? No, yeah. yeah. Incredible times out there, and especially like for the music and everything. Mm -hmm. um, we had Colin Tilly on uh, oh, nice. some episodes ago, and uh, we were talking about this one music video called um, Freaking to My Song. Oh, Remember that one? Yes. We shot that in... Is that the one where we all jump in the pool at the end? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Somebody was on roller skates. Yes. <laughs> that was that was like one of the first that was like we had just moved in, moved to LA. And that was like one of the first like kind of production, like bigger production things I had ever like been a part of. You yeah, know what I yeah. mean? Um it was so fun. Oh no. It for was sure. like literally and I feel like Stunna from the pack jumped in the pool first, I feel like, or was like telling us he was going to jump in the pool. And I was like, is everyone really about to jump in the pool? Yeah. And then yeah. we all did at the end. It was funny. But yeah, that was a That was a good time. That song. That no. song was fire. No, it was amazing. Freaking yeah. to my song. Damn. I forgot about that. I love that song. Okay. So that was, um, that was when you guys got to LA. So that was a little bit after you guys had already started working and everything. Yeah. Um, so I want to say that was like, I want to say that was 2009 ish. Or 10. G6 came out late 2010. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah, so maybe, yeah, so that was, like, before that, maybe early 2010, 2009. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 2009, maybe. Because gotcha. I don't think I met Jimmy yet. So maybe 2009, early 2009. 2009. Yeah. So you you kind of mentioned that um, when you first dropped G6, mm -hmm. it didn't immediately go up. Yeah, it didn't. And at this time, are you signed to a label? No. So and Fools were really full. Yeah, we were in, independent, just doing everything through... Um, Indie pop, like our managers yeah. and stuff at the time. Well, and now. And now. Um, yeah, yeah. My new old managers. <laughs> um, what a fucking shit show. Anyways. I yeah. love it. I love it. We're idiots, by Bro, the way. I, I, see, I was wondering if, like, we could touch on that because yeah, I don't even I don't know mind. what it is. Is it cool? Because yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to say to, I mean, I definitely need to, like, be respectful of our all parts of all. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, for but, sure. That's yeah, why no, I wasn't we, sure no, what it was. No, we talk but about I, it. Yeah. yeah, so, okay. Any what are we pop, talking about? So, there, there was some situation that happened with mm -hmm. um, your management a yeah. while ago. Um, Basically, we were all way too young and made way too much money and then all got, <laughs> like, way too crazy. Yeah. And yeah. busy and hectic and, like, real life started hitting. And we were basically all like, fuck you. No, fuck you. And then... It just... It yeah. went bad. And then it went bad. Yeah. And it went really bad. And then it went not as bad. And then we'd like run into each other sometimes and we'd be like, oh, this is hilarious. Or like, oh, this is funny. Yeah. And then I remember, I remember in 2018, I ran into Ben at a Kyle album release party at a rooftop somewhere in LA. I forget what bar it was. And um, I was like, this is so fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. And it was so cool. And oh, it was almost wow. like we missed each other and he was kind of cracking jokes and I was kind of laughing and I'm like, this is so funny. Like, what the fuck are we doing? So then like afterwards I hit him and I was like, do you guys want to manage me again? He's like, <laughs> I knew you were going to fucking do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it was just like, it was, 
no one, I, you know, there's no like roadmap to like what to do when a song happens like, like a G6, you know, it wasn't like a little bit of a hit. No, no. It was like no, a massive yeah. record and there was a lot of us on it. And there was, I mean, before G6, I mean, I, I don't think Niles would get mad at me saying this, but mm-hmm. before G6, Niles lived in this little like pool house, uh, like a, yeah, in a pool house in North Hollywood. <laughs> And that's like somebody, like in the backyard, in the back, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. someone's pool house. Yeah, it's like a little one bedroom with like a bathroom, uh-huh. or like a studio, I guess, with like a bathroom. Right. And um, that's where we made G Six. I was like sitting oh, down shit. at a computer. Little B would come through, and I'd cut vocals and stuff for like the the one pack album that they were working on at the time. Um, and I would just sit there. Me, Niles, and David would just like rifle through a bunch of shit, just like I- ideas and stuff. And that's kind of where the beginning of like a G6 was made. And then obviously it turned into another thing and another thing and another thing. But like that part came from my song, Booty Bounce, the bridge of Booty Bounce. Yeah. Um, But like me and Niles couldn't even like afford to go to In-N-Out. We had to split one hamburger and like get water cups. Oh, actually. (laughs) Yeah. Like we were like broke musicians, like literally like thugging it out. You know what I mean? And like doing set, like, cause literally we didn't have anything before that. And then G6 happened and we would, we kept touring a little bit here and there and then like stacking up bread. Then, then, then Niles and David got real, literally right after that, Niles and David got really popping with like producing for other people. Yeah. Like still same thing, like kind of stacking bread. We were like, okay, cool. Let's all move into an apartment together and just share rent. So that's like what we did. And then they put a studio in there. And it was like me and four bros just like living together, which was hella motherfucking funny. Growing it down. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I didn't even need to go to college. I was like enough dorm vibe. I like could no, not yeah. I like sharing. I'm never again. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Four bros. I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I die. I'd be like, where's my, where are my towels? Man. Like, where's my shit at dog? Like so, for real. What are you guys doing? You I know? couldn't imagine that though. Cause like sometimes like I'm, I've had two roommates Maybe three at times. It's a and lot. Yeah, when, it's a lot. When it's just all dudes, yeah, it gets turned up. But I couldn't imagine like being in your position. For oh sure. Oh my god, it, I couldn't yeah. imagine with men. Yeah, it would I, get turned <laughs> up. Or I'd be like, there'd just be like whatever, like the girls they were dating. It was just, it would be funny. I or they try it. to like ask me, like get into. I'm like, you can't get into who I'm fucking. Right, right. <laughs> trying to hook up with. with there's all that. Get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? But yeah, no, it was funny. But yeah, we couldn't even like afford anything. So and then. No, that's a really interesting yeah. side of it that um, I never, I never would have thought of. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, super, super inspiring. I think even for any other anybody that's listening, that's you know just starting out and you know really trying to you know thug it. Yeah, out, we like were thugging said. it out for sure. And it's then possible. It, then it oh, it's totally possible f- for sure. Yeah, and then we all got an apartment together, and then G six kind of like took off, and it was like cool. Let's just keep putting shit out and what do you think made it pop off it's funny like when it first came out i want to say we dropped it in the fall i think it was like october yeah i I could have the timing off but i I thought it was like yeah in like the fall time and fools were kind of like uh okay cool and then it got like some radio love at power um 106 here in la and then like I forget what the first real big look was outside of that. Cause that, that was like a huge, I mean, obviously it's like power 106 in LA. It was like, that yeah. was like yeah. a huge fucking look. And then I just remember it kind of snowballing after that. And then I just remember f- like my phone never stopped. It would be like, I'd hear it on a station 
because power showed at love. I hear it somewhere else up in like Manteca or then I'd hear it at like a bar and then I'd hear it. And then like we all went on tour and like toured it super tough. And I remember I went with the Far East Movement on tour with Khalees and Robin. Fire. And we went on this fire club tour. Damn, I actually forgot that I did that. That was so funny. <laughs> I just remembered that right now. It was so sick. And Khalees was in the most fire like sequence outfits. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we just like toured it super tough. And then it just like, you know, it kind of it just stuck. It just became the it anthem. It just became like a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It still goes off. Like I performed it last weekend and it's like fools are hearing it for the first time. I yeah. think it's just that, you know, it's like it, it now it's so nostalgic, but also at the same time, it just like, it just feels like a party when no. you listen to it. Yeah. So Every it like time. literally goes off. It's like a brand new song. When, um, so I, you said it was the bridge, obviously, that you guys had pulled from one of your songs mm -hmm. um, and that he just started messing around with and ended up making a whole new song with it. Yeah, he, um, Niles did. Yeah, he had like a separate session with Far East and then we ended up like recutting it, reworking it, and they kind of like turned, you know, put their like verses and shit on it, their spin on it, yeah. and then he like finished it off. I think Niles is on the pre-hook or him and David are both on the yeah. pre. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and it was just, it was hella funny, dude. Shooting that video was hella funny. We <laughs> that shot was out it, here in LA? Yeah, we shot it in our apartment, the one that I shared with all them. Oh, yeah. And there was just, like, mad bodies up in our apartment, like, doing, like, the party scene. Holy. And I remember they, like, I didn't think I was going to be in it. Because it's, like, which, now that I think about it, I don't know why the fuck I didn't think I was going to be in right, it. Right, right. <laughs> I don't know why. Because I just remember, like, in the treatment, it was, like... They're going down to like the corner store with these girls. And like, I kind of just pictured like all the, the like the girls that were like the pretty like video girls were like going to be the ones kind of like almost singing to my part. Like, I just remember thinking that. I don't fucking know why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, and I'll never forget, Ben <laughs> knocked on my door. It was like three in the morning or two in the morning or something. He's like, Deb, get your ass out here. Your part's coming up. You're going to sing the, you're like, your solo for the hook is coming up. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, the fuck you mean? <laughs> I have like no hair, no makeup. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, hurry up. We didn't think that like your part was going to be now, but it's going to be now and you have to take advantage of it. Like you can't not, if they're saying to get in yeah. the video, you have to get in the fucking video. Yeah. So literally that's like why I have sunglasses on in the video, which kind of became this like funny thing that people always like correlated to me, like super or like early on, like, oh, yeah. you're the sunglasses, like fools would show oh, up with sunglasses. And I'm amazing. like, Holy. yeah. And I'm like, no, it's just because I literally had no makeup on, <laughs> like not even a drop of makeup. Not that would a, never fly nowadays. You know what I mean? No, that's incredible though. It's like- Not even a contour. I didn't have shit on, not an <laughs> eyelash. I didn't have no, nothing on my face in that video. But yeah, bless your heart. It's, it's It is really, um, it's really funny to think that you didn't think- I know. I don't you know. You were going to have any part in that. But because, so like, I feel like the hook is it. Like, the rest of the song yeah. is really great, but yeah. it's it's the hook. Yeah. You know, in the beat. Um, but yeah, how how crazy is that? Because in that, in that song, mm -hmm. everything changes for all of you guys. Yeah. Right? I mean, could you point to that song and be like, yeah, no, everything changed? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, we could afford all the hamburgers after that. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. You <laughs> like, went we from like, half of one to, yeah, totally. Yeah. And then, like, traveling to record my debut album was super cool we all got signed which was super cool went on a bunch of tours toured with usher i mean the cataracts oh did God. like our own tour <laughs> like it was cool like i did a stadium tour with usher no Holy that's frick. which is like, nuts that was the weirdest i'm such like a club girl like at heart so like doing like a stadium tour was so insane for me to like experience something like that you know it's it's a weird feeling because when you're out there and you're looking at everybody 
Doesn't it almost kind of feel like just one person? You know, it's so weird. The fishbowl like aspect of like a stadium is hella weird. Oh no, it's in it's insane. It's so insane. But it was fun. I mean, I was like pregnant for the most part. So I just remember being I was like hella sick the whole time. So like catering, I would always be like, damn, we have every food in life you could think of, but I'm just gonna (laughs) like yak all over everybody. Because I was like so sick. But it was really fun. That that tour was cool. And then I ended up doing a bunch of other stuff. Like I went to overseas and went to Brazil and went to Lebanon and London and I performed at Wembley and like oh, wow. cool shit like that. Yeah. yeah. And this is all coming from, you know, this that is song, like you know, from, yeah, I was like G6 based on low in the dark, just kind of like snowballed. Yeah. So oh, when you're then, on tour with Usher, mm-hmm. do you guys ever cross paths at all? Or is he just like kind of tucked away in his bus or hotel and he was more t- low key? Yeah, he was tucked away, but like rightfully so. A motherfucker was doing like eight count dance moves for like hours, <laughs> like every oh, yeah. fucking night. <laughs> But the one, I'll never forget, like, the one day he, like, called us. He had, like, his people tell our tour manager that he, like, wanted to talk to us, like, in yeah. his green room. Yeah. And so me and the cataracts went in there, which is just so funny now when I think about it because we're all hella fucking based and, like, weird. It's just so funny to me. But Usher's like, like, I just picture David. I remember David one time took his shoes off on the Usher tour, yeah, like yeah. on stage, because he was like, you guys are making me feel so at home right now. I'm just going to take my- And he did, for real, huh? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I know like, he would. We're just the three weirdest kids ever that could be up here. But Usher, like, yeah, told us to go in his green room. And it was fucking sick. His green room was so fucking fire. And he was just like, I just want to let you guys know, like, everything you're doing is so cool. And just, like, bigged us up and was, like, keep making music and, like, thank you guys for coming and, like, gave us all this, like, pep talk to us a little. Yeah. And it was, like, pretty sick. No, that's yeah. insane. Yeah. That's, like, my dream. It was that's crazy. I didn't do music. But I, yeah. It was... I would love Usher to say words to me. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. We'll just keep it at that. Okay. Usher, just say words. Uh-huh. <laughs> Any words. No, yeah, I could imagine. But, like, how often did you go out and watch his set? On that tour. Oh, I did a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I did a lot, actually. Damn near almost, like, every night. Also, like, it was fun for me just to, like, just to, like, geek out. And, like, fun for me to take it all in. And Akon was on the the tour with us, too, which was, like, super cool. So, like, seeing all of, you know... I mean, I grew up on both of their shit. So, like, that was, like, really exciting for, for me. And yeah. then I had my sisters come out to a couple shows and my parents. And so, like, obviously, I got to take them, like, backstage. And, like, they got to watch Akon and Usher, which was, like, super sick. It's amazing. And, yeah. Um, so, it's up. It's late. <laughs> what What is the home base look like at this time? Like, all your friends and family, you know, I'm sure every time they got into the car, like a G6 was on at one point. Yeah. But what what is that like? You know, what's their their response to it? It was cool. It was super. My family was super supportive. Um, and like I said, they like to be festive, so it was always a party. Yeah. You yeah. know, which was like fun, like celebratory. Like we were always barbecuing, and we were always every time I'd go back home. You know what I mean? It was kind of like a homecoming every single time. Like oh, I would go yeah. back home. You I know? didn't think about that, but yeah, yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, which was cool, and then. I want to say like early 2011. So maybe like right before I put my debut album out, um, we all left that apartment in LA. Yeah. Some of my parents came down from up home. Like some of my best friends came down and like helped me move. Um, yeah. I came down from Antigua to LA. Yeah. 
And then that's like kind of when shit got real and we're like, dang, we're like adulting now. You know what I mean? So like I ended up shooting like a MTV documentary um, that kind of followed me like in my pregnancy with like, cause I don't know if you, whatever, but Amelia had like a lot of health conditions when she was born. Um, And so the docu, it was like a little docu thing that kind of like followed us like while I was like pregnant, me, her and Jimmy and like everything we were like going through. And they went up to my house in Manteca. And I remember we were filming this one time at the park, this scene. (laughs) And this fucking lady came out of her house and was like, what are you guys doing filming with these cameras? And we were like, what? And they're like, excuse me, ma'am, we're with MTV. Like, this is an MTV docu. Wait, what are you doing? She's like, yeah. are you guys Google Earth? Wait, what? <laughs> oh, came out tripping. And me and Jimmy looked at each other. We were like, bro, what is happening with this crazy lady? And she was okay. like, are you guys Google Earth? But yeah. No, that's, so that's Manteca, huh? That's Manteca for <laughs> sure. Yeah. But yeah, so it was fun. I got to take the cameras back home and like, we barbecued and went to like Rosita's and like got meat to like grill and like... It was fun. It was hella cool. No, yeah, that's a good time. And especially to, you know, be able to include your family in it Mm -hmm. as well. Shout out Jimmy. Yeah. Amelia. Um, No, that's that's really cool. Um, So when Like a G6 does its thing and you get to start working, you know, on your own music, you know, Mm -hmm. your debut album. At this point, you're with Republic, right? Mm -hmm. Was there any other offers from anywhere else or, or were they your favorite? Or like, how did that work? With, I don't with even remember, which is so whack. There's so much of like, I just probably because so much has happened. No, like, I, there's yeah. like, it's it gets so spotty for me. But I do remember loving them. I remember I really liked Wendy. I remember Ben and them. We'd kind of like already all built this like kind of relationship. Yeah. And I think the boys were signed there first. The Got boys you. being the cataracts. Okay. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. So no, then, no, so good. then I think that that's was kind of like we'd already kind of built a vibe. You know, over there, yeah. yeah so, so it just it made sense. Yeah, just like worked out. And when, did Wendy go out there with you guys when you did the trip? Mm-hmm. For a little bit. Yeah. Oh, she's goaded. It was I, yeah. it was super fly that she came out. Actually, she kind of seems like a a rock star. It was herself. very rock star of her the way that she came out and like listened to a few things, stayed for like two days, and was like, "All right, I'm out." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's, yeah. that's 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 tight. I think that um, you know getting to work at you know the home studio where you're cozy at is a really fun way to do it but i could imagine getting to be out there and riding around on some atvs and jumping in the pool it's a different vibe yeah it was so fun but you guys knocked the whole album out in that trip damn near like the whole skeleton of the album we probably finished like or probably did like two or two or three yeah yeah outside of it but like damn near the whole skeleton was like there the whole vibe was set there for sure i think the Another one of those trips would be really fun to go on. Oh, my God. It'd be the best. I mean, because you've been working a lot with Calais. Nobody can hear it, but, you know, he's downstairs going in he's right going now. He's going in right now. <laughs> you you, you I, would think I that it's getting believe, picked up. I was going to ask you that. It doesn't pick no, up. No, I can't because I'm listening, and I, I was trying to listen to see. <laughs> so I can't hear loud. it at all. Okay. Yeah, no, they're not getting a sneak peek or anything. <laughs> but um, So you've been working with Calais uh, a lot recently, and, and that came together um through management, right? Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much, and no, I think a uh, a lot of stuff that you guys been working on is 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 really really great. Thank you. And I was gonna ask you, I, I mean, well, we we still gotta dive into the story a little bit more, <laughs> but I mean, we'll get to that. It's just mm-hmm. like I'm hearing the four to the floor right now, and it just so fun. Yeah, it made me it made me think about <laughs> Kyle. Um, but um, in in this industry, you know, being a woman and being lit. 
like was there anything that you ever came across that you felt like um you know made it more difficult oh yeah for sure you know when I first like started getting like attention ish from like other people that just weren't in my circle you know when yeah. it like first kind of started like bubbling I have like a hair right here that I can feel it's like, annoying the fuck no you're good <laughs> oh, I think I got it oh, no I grabbed my nose ring again I just... <laughs> hey you be careful um <laughs> Like when I first started kind of with that, you know, getting like outside attention and opinions, mm-hmm. I remember thinking like, this is 2010. Like fools, yeah. there's no way fools think like this anymore. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. And then shit would get said to me about like my weight or like shit would get said to me like about, I mean, when I announced I was pregnant, oh my God, it was like hell. Yeah. Like it was crazy. In in what way? In like, like the most just sexist, like degrading shit ever in my life. And I was just like, I also think too, like being like you know, kind of growing up half as in my adult early adulthood, like in the Bay. My dad always worked in the Bay too, so we'd spent a lot of our time there. I think kind of growing up with open minded parents and in a cultural like mixed vibey place like the Bay, like to me, I was like. And all my family is like Mexican and Portuguese. I'm like, all the my aunt's got a hell of fucking kids and still work and make money. Like, you know, it's yeah, me. It's like, yeah. I never thought that people would think or speak like that mm-hmm. or, or, or come at me like, I would even get weird shit said to me about how like I don't look Mexican and so this, or I'm going to raise a million to be like this kind of way or like right. fools would be like, your life's going to be over because you're pregnant. And I'm like, even now when people like try to bring up like, how does your daughter influence your music? Which, don't get me wrong, I love my daughter. I want her to... She's a bad bitch. She's fire, you know? <laughs> but, like, to me, I'm like, do people ask Future this? Yeah. No. Yeah, They yeah. don't fucking ask Future yeah. how his kid is inspiring his album. They, yeah. He just makes albums. Yeah. They don't ask Drake that. They don't ask... You know what I mean? Which I'm not comparing myself to Future and Drake, but I'm just saying that, like, you know what I mean? It's like... I would, it's different. It's so different. I remember I wrote this song called Low Key about this girl that I liked. And they tried to like, I got did an interview and they're like, Amelia inspired this song. And I'm like, no, that's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. She, has, she didn't inspire this song. That's hella weird. You know I what think, I mean? Yeah, I think it's rightfully so to com- not compare no like a famous way right yeah but to drake and them because it's like they have way more eyes and they're not even getting those comments. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 And you know, to to say that like that's why I, I was so happy the way Cardi handled her pregnancy and was like still doing her thing and even like Halsey. And I feel like it's so uh, not more celebrated. I hate to say that word, but like maybe just accepted, I guess. In a way. In a way. way. But I mean, I I feel you on that, though. Like it being 2010, you know, at the time. And it's like, wait, it's like this now. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was crazy. Or fools would be like, are you gay or are you straight or are you this? And I'd be like, oh, I didn't even know people talked like that. Because in the Bay, you were almost like growing up. It was almost you were like you didn't even think that you were just like, oh, everyone I know is like has a different ethnicity, is mixed, is bi, is like, it was like not even a thing, you know? And so like, to me, like when I started seeing like, yeah, other opinions from people, I couldn't even believe it. I just, it was weird. It's 2022 and people still, I know, like Like, I'll be, I'll randomly go to the comments of a TikTok about like Ariana Grande and like all of them are just like talking about her weight or how she's doing this or how she like gets around or like, 
Oh, no, oh yeah, that was always a funny double standard too. Yeah. With like me always touring with boys. Yeah, yeah. I always felt like it was totally acceptable for like them to be out and or to be partying and or them to be like fucking on hella bitches. But if it was like me, definitely wasn't fly. Yeah. You know? Where I'm like, oh, why should that why should my I want to party yeah, and fuck yeah, on yeah. people. That's no, so fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, are you kidding absolutely. me? Like like that's so I, fun, you yeah, know? Yeah, I don't get what I I mean I I don't think that like is there going to be a point where that ever changes? Yeah, I don't I, I don't really I, don't think so I keep thinking that it's going to. Yeah. And it yeah, and it's like even you just saying that it hasn't I, I don't know. It's so weird. I also just think people are just like judge you regardless. But I definitely do feel like I got as being like the the girl in the crew. And I think too like I'm kind of a little like outlandish, so I probably gave it to myself and it's not like I'm like very reserved or anything. But like I definitely would like peep all that shit. Yeah. The yeah. double standard type of shit, you know. Not only yeah. from like maybe the audience that you guys had, but maybe even to like did it ever come from like people like closer to you or I mean, you know, not, things like that? Not really. I mean, sometimes I think I I think dudes say shit and don't don't think that they are meaning that that's how it comes off and it does come off like that. Yeah. Um. And I think that that's just people in general, I guess. So it's kind of like, unless you tell someone and address it and they learn from it, it's like fools are just gonna say shit anyways. Yeah. So yeah. it didn't really happen like that. And luckily, like I remember, even when I said I like when I told Republic I was pregnant, they were they were really like supportive. Oh, at least, great. at least yeah. to my face. I don't yeah. know how they were like out Maybe like behind or like to conference. each other. Yeah, but like to my face, they were cool. So that like made me feel really good. I'd like know. to think that they were probably still cool about it. Yeah, like, even, even past everything. Um, but from from what it sounds like, you handled the the ride of like a G six very well, like how you should have, Thank right? You. Um, you know, from the outside looking in, mm -hmm. and from what you you said, like, yeah, you gotta have fun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, but like, I had a lot of fun. <laughs> you did. I did. What? Okay. So, was there any <laughs> any moments that stick out that maybe was like a crazy tour experience, or maybe like an interaction you had with a fan, or like mm. a celebrity that you met somewhere random? Oh my gosh, I got to meet so many cool people that like I loved. Um, I mean, as far as like, I think traveling to other countries was such a big deal for me being yeah. from Antica. I never thought like I'd ever, Be I never outside. even went on vacation with my family. I, mean, I have like, it's like my two parents and my three sisters. So we're kind of like a bigger family. So like hopping on a plane for like a vacation wasn't a thing that we did. You right, know what right. I mean? Um, so I never even was really on like planes like that before I started like touring and making music. Yeah. Um, so getting to travel, yeah, outside of the country was huge for me. Like going to Dubai and like staying up till the sun came up was like so fucking cool. Oh, you yeah. know, and like going to Brazil and going like all these places. I remember even the first time I went to New York and I remember I was off hella like Red Bull and vodka, <laughs> which is so fucking gross, <laughs> by the way. But I just remember being like lit, like just off Red Bull and vodka and was like, oh my God, it's five in the morning and fools are still partying. Like this is so fucking fun. It's different. You know? Just so different. Yeah. yeah. Like, that was super exciting for me. And then, yeah, I guess getting to work with like 
different artists. I remember I ran into Kelly Osborne at Lollapalooza and she was like, Dev, me and my family love you. Wow. <laughs> that was pretty legendary. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And then when I did the show, I think I told you, Miles, about the show that I did with Cher and Lana Del Rey. Oh, yeah, yeah. That or was no- pretty cool. Did I tell you that I, Maybe, Maybe not. Yeah, we did it. And it was a show in Russia in Moscow. And yeah. it was me. It was like a private show for this company. And it was me, Lana Del Rey, and Cher. So when you when you get this this email comes through, mm-hmm. Ben hits you up and he's like, "Hey, mm-hmm. we're gonna go do this show. Yeah. Are you cool with that? You're you should." Yeah, I was yeah. like, "What? Cher and Lana Del Rey? Fucking say less. Yeah. I'm hundred percent there. Nah, that's super rare. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's got to be it though. Like the best part of it is just getting to. I mean, you went all over the world. Yeah, and, it's fun. No, it's really cool that. Something like that can happen from a one-bedroom studio. Yeah, um, even in the dark was made in a cardboard box in Costa Rica, and I never recut the vocals. And banger mm-hmm. to this day, which was you fun. Know? And, and it's awesome that you know I'm. I would I would guess that all of that you know has it to where you still get to do what you you do today as well, mm-hmm. and getting to create more music. You know, I feel like. You know, you're so blessed to be able to just like get to create like you do. Yeah. What um, what is like, what do these days look like uh, on this side of uh G six and everything? Like as far as like creating music, um, it, or or what? Mm-hmm. I think because you have the the Apple show as well, right? Yeah, yeah. But like, what you know, what's a week look like? I think, well, post like G six debut album stuff. Even after me and my old new managers parted ways, <laughs> yeah, you know that that catalog really gave me the opportunity to to I can do shows, I, I, which I'm very blessed to, and I like to put on a good show too, so that yeah. also helps. But like, I can always kind of hopefully do shows from that catalog. In the past, like you know, five years especially like even if I'd put new music out and stuff, like when I play bass down low, it goes the fuck off still. It's like ridiculous, you know? Right. So it's so fun that like I've been able to kind of like do things at my own pace, do things independently, try to like find new inspiration here and there. Obviously like during COVID, it was kind of the past couple of years were a little bit of a wash for me, like inspiration wise, you know, but, um, which that was like a weird thing, but yeah, but you know, it's like, all good now I guess and um you know getting back up with indie pop was like a fun thing for me because I just feel like I needed I was like I'm ready for vibes again like I'm just ready to like go back I get back on the road that's like my favorite part about what I do you know like I love being at clubs I love doing club shows it's like my favorite fucking thing I hope I'm like 80 at the club and like a pink ass wig (laughs) just like gigging to for the rest of my life you know Oh yeah um but yeah I just really felt it like yeah I've been at you know going back to what you said too it's like I've been at Apple for I do like an Apple show I host like um I don't know how to to describe it, I host a playlist show there. So it's almost like, I guess it'd be like a mix show hour or something like that of a bunch of different songs. I've been there for seven years doing that. Which is awesome. So that was also provided me like the freedom to play around with sounds and music and come and go doing shows like, you know, when I want. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I just feel like now I'm like, okay, I'm ready to like tap back into all that fun shit. Also, music was kind of weird for a minute. I feel that. You know what I mean? I feel that. 
not weird in a bad way, but like weird, like from the type of music that I like to make. I didn't really like fit in like 2015. That wasn't, I hear you. that wasn't a good, that wasn't a good space for me. No, no, I, I, I definitely hear you. <laughs> like, you but know. It, it kind of feels like, you know, all that stuff comes back it's around. cyclical. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. And I think it's, it's definitely, you know, we're, we're, we're definitely back. Yeah. Um, but I, I was wondering too, like, you know, you said like, and I think for everybody, the past two years have been like, you know, pretty weird, weird. As, as far yeah. as like inspiration goes and everything too. Um, do you ever find yourself in a, in a space where like, you don't have any more lyrics or, you know, you come to a block. Oh, totally. I think like after my debut album, when I split with indie pop, I was still signed to Ron Perry for publishing. And I remember he put me in the studio with literally everybody you could ever think of. I got in with hit boy. I got in with mustard. I got literally, and me and hit ended up doing the, um, this song kiss it with Sage of Gemini, which was like super cool. Yeah. But, um, I literally got in the studio with everyone you could think of Eric Bellinger, Lil Aaron. Like I was in the studio with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I hated it. I like absolutely hated it. I would like just cry. Like literally I would just like cry because I was like, I can't, I literally can't even, those sessions are hard. It's hard to be, it's hard to get in the studio with even the most talented of songwriters and producers. If they're strangers for me, Yeah. like, and I don't have like some sort of connection it's like a rap. I'm like just going to be wasting your time at that point because I can't force anything. I'm like the worst at like doing that. And sometimes you get a song out of it. That's like kind of cool. But for the most part, I could just feel it not clicking and just be like, I remember being like, I need to just like take a break and not make music. And so I think I went without making music for like six months to a year. Yeah. I would still do shows here and there, which is like hella fun. And then I went back into the studio and did like, a couple EPs with my friend on just some bedroom shit again. That was okay. kind of fun toward those. That was like really fun. And then same thing was like, I'm not going to put pressure on myself. I'm going to take time off. Still did shows, did like my Apple stuff and then tried it again. Did like another round of like met some kids that I really got along with and kind of clicked and was like, okay, cool. Let's try this. Did the same thing, put out songs toward those, which that was fun. And then just kind of, I think like, you know, after that, I, I kind of got in and out for a little bit of music and then was like, I'm not pressuring myself again. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm just not even going to do that. Cause that's like a waste of time. See when the inspo hits and then like COVID happened. Right. <laughs> and okay. I just remember being like, okay, <laughs> this is just like, I just got to chill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I need to just like get through like whatever is happening in life. Exactly. And I think, you know, it, you know, it was definitely a good time for everybody to reset, you know, in a way we were all kind of forced to totally. um, and, and and just get to kick it. But I wondered, I was going to ask you, um, you know, what some ways are that, you know, you feel like you get past the writer's block. But I feel like things like that would be it, though. Stepping away from it. A hundred percent. I remember breaks. like I used to feel really guilty doing that. And my manager at the time, Elisa Applegate, she worked at Republic. Okay. Yeah. Um, she's hella cool. But she was managing me for a few years and she would be like, you're spending more energy like getting annoyed than if you were just to like step away and just like live life yeah. and then have some shit to write about. And I'm like, yeah, I guess I could just like maybe do that and stop being like a complete asshole to myself. You know what I no, mean? No, 100%. And so. Um, I think that... um. 
I want to say Pilo might have told me something like that. The yeah. same thing of just like you you got to experience life in in order to have things to write about. Yeah, like, it's funny because it's like your debut album is like, I made my debut album when I was like, what, 20 or 21? So it's like 21 years of shit that like me, Niles, and David all had stuff to talk about, all three of us. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? And then after that, you're like, cool, it's been two years of me just being in a venue every single day. The fuck am I going to write about now? <laughs> it's like, no, for sure. it's hella whack, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, not saying that being in a venue every day is whack, but I'm just saying like, as far as like, interesting life experience of something like to say right right to, like learn to pull from like all of these other things and which eventually happens but I do think like for me personally is like taking time off and then like yeah just really like trying to find fools that that like get that just get you, the vibe get yeah. the vibe yeah, yeah absolutely I think that um it's like dating Going in and working with new producers, mm -hmm. not like for sure. It's like dating for me, which is like really weird, <laughs> but it it is. It's like if you like went on a million like, and what sucks is that none of those sessions that even when I talk about like when I got in with Hit and all them, they weren't bad. They were amazing sessions. They were like the biggest studios with like ill budgets to have whatever. You know, it was like a fire. Yeah. But like for me, just knowing that like I'm not providing anything because I don't feel like I'm clicking with somebody. It's like going on a date and not feeling a connection. But you're like have to be on this date with them for 10 hours while yeah. you're like in the studio. You know and, what I mean? No. And when you get that vibe right off the bat, you already know what kind of day that you're totally, in Totally. And I'm like, I don't want to be that person. Like I can feel it. So then, you know, you thug it out. And luckily, like we did end up making cool stuff from from that that's also like a bad example because that actually we made a cool song out of the hit session but i'm just saying like that era of my life you know what i mean yeah um and yeah it's, it's like dating it's weird no it is and um it's like i think what you're doing is cool though in in a sense that like at least you're getting out there and, and going and showing up to it i think a lot of yeah. it you know is that because maybe you don't know that you have a connection you won't know until right. you actually get in there yeah. and, and figure it out but yeah i think that i never even think about like that being one of the difficult you know it's things. so hard for me yeah which is funny because i feel like some people are so good at that like getting into the studio and being like oh cool hey nice to meet you here's like some fucked up shit that just happened in my life let's write a song about it yeah oh, god yeah. i'm so not built for that like for at sure. all you know yeah. which is like super weird especially when i could feel like if i'm not if I don't have that connection with somebody, you know, yeah. it's like really weird for me. No, um, but it's magical. Then like when it does happen, then it's like super cool. <laughs> yeah. And you find you somebody yeah. and, you're, and you're able to lock in. Um, but like, I, I think that's a, it's a super important part of getting to make music is you got to be comfortable. Like the whole thing, like, you know, whoever it is you're working with or, you know, lyrically, you know, however you're trying to come up with the song, like none of it could be forced. Totally. The relationship, the connection, yeah. or, you know, anything. Um, but yeah, so Calais, Calais, that's that, that, that's been recent, um, young legend. Yeah. No, nah, <laughs> really just going hard down there still. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm like 90% sure that is not cutting through and I'm just amazed on how this is even working. Uh, <laughs> these mics are doing their thing. <laughs> um, but what, what is your plan? You know, with, uh, I mean, obviously you're just working on a bunch of music right now. Mm -hmm. Um, do you have any plans or anything like what what you know you want to do with it? Um, I mean, I, up? you know, after like this last month of shows, which were super fun. Yeah. I played it. Um, we, yeah, we should talk about that. Yeah. I played one of the new songs at the shows, which were like really cool. And like it, it went off. Got to test it out. Every time. 
I mean, this is a this is a good place to test it out. Too. Yeah. So there was all this month, right? Mm-hmm. Um, June, and getting to play different Pride festivals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is a this. I I would think I've never been to a Pride before. But oh my God, I, you gotta go! They're would, like full fucking rager festivals. Lit, they're huh? so fun. It, they're yeah. so lit. Yeah. They're so fun. Yeah. I would think that some four to the floor type. Like a G6 and totally. like, you know, your vibe, I feel like it, it goes up. It's like a perfect, It's perfect so match. fun. And what's cool about like Pride shows too is that like any kind of like someone before me could be like a country act. Someone after me could be like a full band. Yeah. And they're, they're fucking, they're going. It's up. They're juiced. They yeah, don't even care. Yeah. I did a Pride two years ago with Lizzo. Okay. Yeah. That was fire. That, w- that was like pre-lit Lizzo? Too? It was right. It was like post-right. Like just lit Lizzo. Yeah, yeah. Was it two years ago? I I think I don't know. It was after like yeah. It was like new lit Lizzo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Got you. Yeah. The so it was like it yeah. was like fire. She did like all her um. I can't. I don't know why I can't think of the one that I do my head. Uh huh. Yeah, she did that. Like all those. It was, it was fucking sick. Yeah. But like, yeah, I remember that that pride was like amazing. But they're all they're all so fun. I took Jimmy to one last year. Yeah. Um, Because my sisters who usually travel with me couldn't. One of them was pregnant and the other one had work. Got you, yeah. Fucking cholas. Uh-huh. And um, <laughs> so I was like, Jimmy, come with me to this show. And he's like, all right, cool. And it was like a, at a club in Denver, Colorado. Charlie, shout out to Charlie's. It goes. Let's go. And Jimmy was like, I fucking get it. Dude, these prides are fucking lit. He's yeah, like, this yeah. is the best thing ever. Like, everyone just wants to have fun. No one cares about anything. There's, like, no rules. Everyone's just, like, love, happy, like, yeah, party. Best no. vibe ever. Yeah. I will say, like, being in L.A., being anywhere, like, I feel like pride is the only place that I've ever been where, like, not one person is judging anyone, it's like, at all. No judge zone, isn't like, it? you so could fun? do anything, mm-hmm. and it's good. Like, yeah. as long as you're not hurting anyone, it was crazy. Like, it just felt, like, free. I know, yeah. isn't it? And it feels like such a safe space, too, which is super cool. Like, you don't feel like anything, like, kind of shady is going to happen. I mean, obviously, there's, like, fucked up people in the world. But that, like, free, like, kind of, like, just loving, it's, like, positive. That's what it is. Yeah. Like, yeah. the whole vibe is just super positive. Like, no one's there to, like tear anyone down which is like super cool just turn up yeah. Yeah. turn up no. and what's cool too is that like a lot of prides don't want to like overlap with other prides obviously so each city and each you know town and every state can kind of like have their own moment so they'll kind of start early spring and go sometimes until september gotcha. or, you know what i mean yeah um november sometimes it'll be like oh this is our like post pride blah, 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 whatever um so like yeah i'll do them all throughout the year sometimes and yeah. it'll be like some pride shit you it's know up. I know so I mean not just counting the prize but like all shows that you've done is there a city that stands out that's like hey every time I come back here it's lit like the energy crowd response everything like this city God, goes like dumb one in particular and you understand know out or or pretty much every time you're up there I was gonna say like I'm a bad like barometer of that that because like there could be two people in the crowd and I could be at a bar and I'm having hella fun so like See, to me I'm like it was sick yeah yeah but <laughs> no I mean it's tight. that it's that too though you know yeah, what I'm saying like, like th- that kind of show could stand out for sure totally too. yeah um, yeah but okay so there's not a specific city that stands not out really because, like, yeah I was gonna say because I've definitely been in like little smaller towns and been super surprised 
by like yeah. how how crazy they go. You know what I mean? And then sometimes you're in a big city and they're probably just so used to having like big shows that, mm-hmm. you know, so I guess it just depends. Sometimes those smaller shows do surprise you. I mm-hmm. think the majority of the time and especially like it, you know, being a little more intimate too. I like think New like, Mexico. I always have hella fun in New Mexico. Yeah. Which is funny. I, I mean, I feel it though. Yeah. They like it, to party. <laughs> no, 100%. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was thinking too, um, as we're talking, we got to do the um, the Taco Tuesday show. Oh, yeah. And that was with Jiggy. I and, forgot we and, did and that. Stockton. That was so fun. It was. Uh. It was really fun. Why weren't you there? <laughs> I'll just go. He never responded to my DM. <gasps> oh, I that, was, that, was, that was a minute ago. But we might have to run that back. It would be fun to do something like that again. We totally should do that again. That would be really cool. In Stockton, though. Stockton, yeah, it's a great place. <laughs> it was out amazing. There. Yeah. I was like, I'd hell if I'm a CM also a bad. <laughs> 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 it was amazing. I did have a hell of fun. That was so fun. I forgot about that. Yeah. Shout out to Jiggy. Shout out to Jiggy. Um He's a legend. Yeah. yeah. No, good good times. Um there's a lot of stuff in here that I'm like was really, really surprised about. One of the things that I think stood out the most is like I love that you know, the, the Bay area culture, you know, that you're talking Mm -hmm. about and just being mixed with everybody, you know, was able to carry on through all the litness, you know, past the Bay area. And it's, it's really cool just to, just to see that. And you're so awesome and and just how you are and just continue to be. Um, and we appreciate you being up here with us as well. This is sick. Thank you. (laughs) I mean, I'm basically like, a part of the fam now so y'all better have me back on here absolutely no we might have to check back in we were talking about maybe doing like an end of the season like recap type thing that's cool so yeah no we definitely have calais back on too (laughs) yes he was the first guest and everything but um yeah we look forward to hearing all your new music i mean i'm i'm thankful that i get to hear you know the sneak peeks and everything but i'm excited for you to drop and um yeah no is there anything else that you want to shout out you know where can people find you at now um Oh, you know, my classy Instagram, Dev Escaliente, (laughs) Uh super classy. Um, That's basically where I'm at right now. I'm not going to lie. I don't really post much anywhere else. But when I drop shit, I will. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Nah, for sure. For Um, now, that's like where it's at. At the end of our episodes, we normally pick an emoji, like to see if like there's anybody that listened to the very end, they would tweet us or message us an emoji. Just oh, to that's show love, cute. Show love. What, what, <laughs> who is came up with that? That's a cute ass idea. Who, who did? I don't know. I love that. Was I don't remember. I'm, I'm, I'm it, 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 <laughs> it was me. It was me. Yeah, it was me. Um, but is there an emoji that you like or that you've been using a lot? Or um, I've been using like the face with the little hearts that go around it. Yeah, yeah. The like little, the blushing one, like the love one. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah, a yeah. smiley face, but then there's like hearts connected. To yeah, it. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Drop that in the comments <laughs> on Twitter. Everything. If you guys stay to the very end, we appreciate you guys tuning in, and we will see you next week. Yay! <laughs> <laughs>